You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Apostle Willie Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. God bless you, man of God. Thank you so much, Pastor Vondell. Amen. We greet each and every one of you in the precious name of Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Call a neighbor, call a friend. Let them know that Yes Lord Ministries is now on the air. Amen. We're so excited to be here with you. My God, my God, I call on his name. My God. Oh, Lord, I tell you, I feel a praise break coming. Musicians, you better get ready because I feel like running for Jesus. Amen. We used to sing a song years ago. I'm running for Jesus a long time and ain't got tired yet. Amen. Praise God. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. We give honor to God who's the head of our life to his son, Jesus Christ, to the precious Holy Spirit. Amen. We honor Apostle Mamie Tarver, Pastor Stephen Tarver, Pastor Hector, Cassandra Ford, Pastor Vondell Scott, Lady India, Pastor uh, Carolyn Doherty, Prophetess Sonia Lewis, Evangelist Clifton. Amen. All of our ministers, all of our precious people of God, and those of you who are here with us virtually, amen. We greet you in the precious name of Jesus, amen. We thank God for you, you and you, amen. We thank God our reach is far and wide, amen. Amen, we're in Brooklyn, New York, amen. Praise God, we're in Florida, in South Carolina. Oh my God, God is just doing so many wonderful things, amen. Praise God, we thank God for, amen, Pastor CC, amen, doing a wonderful work in between New York and Detroit, amen. I tell you, God is just an awesome God. And you know, I was thinking about this even on today, how that now with technology, you know, I remember years ago, and I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a, still a young man, but I remember years ago, over 40 years ago, they used to share this word. They say that Jesus is soon to come, but they said before he comes, the gospel is going to have an opportunity to be reached throughout the world. Even those that are in remote locations, the gospel is going to be reached without out throughout the world. And I used to sit there and I was a young man. I was wondering, like, how is that going to happen? And here it is. Let me tell you, technology, people still travel to those nations. We thank God for all the missionaries and those that do evangelistic work outside, amen, and to other countries. But most importantly, thank God for those who do evangelism right here at home, amen, because there are people that need Jesus right now, amen, praise God. So let's get into the word of God, amen. We love each and every one of you to our first time Yes, we're so happy to have you. Now, you already heard it that Yes, Lord Ministries is a non-denominational, full gospel, Bible-believing church where the word of God comes alive. Amen. So you can rest assured we're going to get the word on this morning. Amen. Praise God. I need you praying for me. Amen. Let's get your Bible. Let's go to a very familiar scripture, Psalms 23. Amen. Yes, Psalms 23. Those of you that have had the privilege to go into Sunday school, amen, you know about this. In Bible study, you know about this. And those of you who have not had a chance to read your Bible in a long time, 
this is a good scripture to begin. Amen. Psalms 23. Amen. We're going to read verses one through six. Amen. I want you to join in with us. Amen. I'll be reading out of the King James Version. So just in case you have a different translation, amen, at least you know that we're on the same block. Amen. So there in my Bible reads like this, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pasture. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley and the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. My God, I feel a praise break for somebody today. Surely, verse 6, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And today, I want to talk with you from this subject, what's your story? Amen. What's your story? I know you're probably saying like, what? What are you talking about? Stay with me. We're going to paint a picture for you. Amen. Where it will resonate with you. Amen. I want you to touch and agree with me on these several things. So about reading his written word, hearing his spoken word, and receiving the rhema word, we should now begin to experience the manifested word and enjoy the fruit prosperity, success, the victory, protection of his word in Jesus' name. Would you lift your hands with me right now? Say, Lord Jesus, as the servant has decreed and declared, be it so in Jesus' name. Give him a praise right there, my God. What's your story? Amen. As we begin to look at this particular lesson, David, he uses the images of a shepherd and a gracious host. David reflected on the many benefits the Lord gave him in the dangers of life and concluded that God's persistent loving protection would restore him to full communion. Many of David's Psalms are full of complaints, but this is full of comforts and the expressions of delight in God's great goodness and dependence upon him. It is a psalm which has been sung by good Christians and while be while the world stands with a great deal of pleasure and satisfaction. And as we go through this lesson, I want you to see how that David is allowing us through this text to interview him that will help us understand some of the things that we may be encountering in life and how to handle them. My God, I feel a breakthrough for somebody. So here, there's several key things that I want you to note if you're taking notes here. One is the psalmist here claims relation to God as his shepherd. In verse one, he recounts his experience of the kind things God has done for him as shepherd, verses two, three, and five. And then we, we look at how that he said he should want no good between verse one and verse four. And then he says this, that God will never leave nor forsake him in a way of mercy. And 
therefore he resolves never to leave nor forsake God in a way of duty in verse 6. It says, in this he had certainly an eye not only to the blessings of God's providence, which made his outward conditions prosperous, but to the communications of God's grace received by a lively faith and returned in a warm devotion, which filled his soul with joy unspeakable. My God, my God. So here, David says for us, he says this, and is this foregoing psalm, he represented Christ dying for his sheep. So here he represents Christians receiving the benefits of all the care and tenderness of that great and good shepherd. So let's look at the first part point here, the Lord as shepherd. He says here, David says, the Lord is my what? Shepherd, I shall not want. So if you're taking notes, you may want to write this down. There is no lack in God. Oh my God, my God. There is no lack in God. So the psalmist, as he employed the figure of a shepherd to recall the blessings he enjoyed from the Lord. God as shepherd in Psalms 28, 9 and Psalms 80, verse 1, the metaphor was a natural one for David. David, the shepherd king. It was also common metaphor in the ancient Near East, as many kings compared themselves to shepherds in their leadership capacity. I want to bring this out to you because sometimes the things that we're encountering, the way our life may currently be, is always, we have to keep in mind that somebody is watching us. You may not have a title as an apostle. You may not have a title as a preacher. You may not have a title as a deacon or an elder or a leader in the church, but you are leading. Somebody is watching you. So it's very important, especially if we proclaim to be a Christian, that we monitor how we exemplify Christianity to the world. Now, what you may do inside your house in front of your mirror, that's you and God. But it's important for you to understand that you need to represent Christ when we go out. Now, you should practice it at home. I, I will say that. We should practice at home. But you got to understand, even the word, Jesus said this in Matthew, you, you, you don't put a light a candle and put it under a bushel to burn. No, we are like a city that sitteth on the hill, which cannot be hidden. You got to understand that. Oh, my God. But you probably saying, preacher, preacher, preacher. Wait a minute. Hold on. You don't understand. I'm going through some stuff. I'm going through some challenges. I, I there's, I'm being perplexed on every side. I don't know which way to turn at times. I, I don't know how to handle this sickness. I don't know how to handle this challenges. I don't know how to even handle some people. But David shows us through this text. He said, "No, I'm not suggesting." that any of us, though we're believers, though we may have titles, are exempt from challenges, trials, and tribulations, because Jesus even said in John 10, in this world, we shall have trials and tribulations, but he uses a conjunction word, but 
a conjunction word ties the end of one sentence to the beginning of another sentence. And here he says, but be of good cheer. You shall overcome because I've already overcame. Can I get a witness here? So here in Isaiah 40 and 11, the prophecy of the coming Messiah incorporated and Jesus identified himself as the expected good shepherd in John chapter 10, verse 14. He is also called the great shepherd in Hebrews 13, 20 and the chief shepherd, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 4. Because the Lord was David's shepherd, his needs were met. My God, can somebody put it in the comments that God met my needs? Woo, my God, I feel a praise break. Watch this. How many would agree that there are times where we expect too much from people and people expect too much from you? In other words, they expect you to be the Mr. or Miss Fix-It. You deal with it. I can't handle it. What am I? What I'm going through? But when you read scripture, nowhere is it recorded that when we should lean on each other, that they should become our prop. But rather the scripture is recorded in 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 5 through 7. It says, likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, of all of you be subject one to another and clothe with humility for God resisted the proud and give a grace to the humble. But what's this now? Verse six says, humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. But you said, preacher, but you said, watch this, I ain't done. Verse seven says, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. My God, listen, hold on, hold on, stop the press, stop the press. Here's what I want you to understand. There's a song, I need you, you need me. We are all a part of God's family. Yes, 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 I'll answer that question for you. We need each other. We need to lean and depend on each other. Yes, but don't allow somebody else to become God to us. Oh, my God. And don't allow nobody to be make you a God. No, you'd be a little G-O-D, small L-O-R-D. Are you with me? So let's look at this text. Are you with me? So the psalmist claims relationship to God as his shepherd. David in this psalm draws three comfortable conclusions and teaches us to do so as well. We are, watch this now, we are saved by hope. And that hope will not make us ashamed because it is well grounded. Can I say that one more time? David says the three comfortable conclusions teaches us we are one saved by hope and that two and that hope will not make us ashamed. Three, because it is well grounded. Are you with me? So watch this now. It is the duty of the Christians. Watch this now to encourage themselves in the Lord, their God. I know, I know, I know, I know, I hear you, I hear you. Watch this now, you're saying, but I tried to encourage myself. Every time, look like I fast, I pray, I talk to God, I read my Bible, I tried to like, as David says, so 
be thou encouraged. It seems like I'm sinking. Am I talking to anybody here? But I'm here. Oh my God, I feel a praise rate coming on. Watch this. Um, he says here in the text, oh my God, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. So who is it that's providing for you? Who is it that's healing you? Who is it that you can call upon him and he will answer us and show us great and mighty things to come, which we know not of. So David's first blessing in verse two, David experienced what was called spiritual nourishment as a shepherd leads sheep to fresh grass for freeing. So the Lord leads his people. One who follows the Lord does not lack any spiritual nourishment. Now, let me help you understand. It does not suggest in this text that we're going to always have food. We're going to always have money. <laughs> that may come a time we might experience a little lack, but not all the time. Watch this. But he's not talking about those materialistic things. He's talking about spiritual nourishment. In other words, how much word do you read? I, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I know I read my Bible every day. I say my affirmations every day. That is so wonderful. It's one thing to read it and another thing to live it out. Uh, preacher, why you had to go there? Yes, I had to because, see, having knowledge of something is one thing, but acting or let me say this yeah and acting on the information is one thing but working it out is when you get the experience of it so david says one who followed the lord does not lack any spiritual nourishment and under the shepherd the under shepherds which would be pastors would be lay leaders According to Acts 20, verse 8, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 2, they are expected to feed the flock. Hey, let me tell you this. Do you not also understand, even though being an apostle, being a pastor, being a leader, we're not exempt from going through stuff either? Excuse me, I should have said other things. Are you with me? So what am I saying? But it's how we handle it, how we handle it. See, it, there's a there's a, a quote I heard once. Something goes almost like this. If it's not exact, just take it as Willie Thompson's words to say. He's saying it. That it's not the adversity alone that we, we, we're dealing with, but it's how we handle what we experience. How do we handle that sickness? Listen, there are people watching right now. If you knew their testimonies of how they went through, there's one of our pastors. I know that he, for years, thank God for the healing power of Jesus Christ. There's one of our pastors almost every month he was in the hospital. I mean, I'm not talking for one day, just for an observation. They would keep him sometimes a weekend. I mean, it, it, I mean, it was impacting how he was able to serve in ministry, but yet he was faithful to God. We have another minister, one of our pastors, who experienced a, a, a situation in a journey through, with cancer, but God healed her. I'm just telling you, see, you cannot. My father used to say it this way, though we go through the valley, don't camp in it. And that's the problem. Too many are becoming immune to the troubles. They're coming immune to dark days. They're coming immune 
to situations that are going awry for them, awry for them. And, and so they find themselves camping there. What are you saying, preacher? They find themselves uh, wanting to have a pity party. They find themselves uh, wanting to always pull the shades down and put dark glasses on, feeling sorry for themselves. But let me tell you, you will never ever experience the light of God if you keep hiding from the light. Whoa, you better teach today, Tarver. What are you saying? So David is letting us know. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Watch this now. Hence, he says, I shall want no good from God's being his shepherd. He infers that he shall not want anything that is good for him. And do you not know, I'm going to mess with you. I'm going to mess with you on this one. But there's scripture for it. Do you not understand that? When Jesus said, not only did he say, in this world we shall have trials and tribulation, but he said, behold, I send you forth as sheep among wolves. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. What are you saying? Some of us expect the sun to shine every day. Some of us don't want no torrential rains. They don't want no inclement weather. They just think, just put me talking about the sunny, shiny day. Hey, you know, no, 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 no. In this world, as long as we are here in this world, there are things we're going to go through. But the good thing is God said, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you, but I'll be right there. And some of us are missing his presence by complaining. Oh my God, can I help somebody right here? I said some of us are missing the benefits of having God's presence because we are complaining. And this visualizes, if you would, I like to paint pictures with words. Imagine somebody knocking on your door got a good news for you, got a check for you, got some food for you, and you don't even answer. And the thing about it, you requested it. All right, y'all can get it like that. Let me say it this way. You ordered Uber Eats. You ordered DoorDash. And they told you it was coming in 15 minutes. They're blowing the horn. They're knocking on the door to let you know they got your food and you sitting in there like, you don't know what's going on. Come on. Whoa, whoa, teach, Tarbert. Either we're going to pray and believe or we're just going to whine and die. Am I talking to anybody here? Can I help you understand? Woo, I feel a breakthrough for somebody. And so here, David remembered what need they had a shepherd as, to, as he was taking care of these sheep. God was ministered to, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Watch this now. Do you not know the job that you have, the place of employment that you have? Have you ever asked God, what's the spiritual connotation to what I'm doing? Whether you're an engineer, whether you're an IT specialist, whether you're an accountant, whether you're a nurse, whether you're a lawyer, whether you're a doctor, whether you use sanitation, whether you work on a golf course, what is the spiritual connotation that I can glean from this God. Obviously, you gifted me. Obviously, you graced me with certain skill sets and some abilities that some everybody's not privileged with. So what is it, God, that you bless me with? Oh, my God. Is this helping anybody here? So what's this, Sam? He remembered that as a shepherd, 
he would take care of the sheep. Now, let me help you thank your Holy Ghost. Well, is this helping anybody? If it is, put the running emoji in there. Put a glory to God, something in the comment section. Watch this now. So he says, God has entrusted me. Watch this now. It's going to help you with your occupation, with your vocation. God has entrusted me with this talent, with this ability to care and use my gift to care for the sheep. There are people who need your gift to be fully operational. Am I talking to anybody here? There are people who need you to stop whining, stop complaining. Oh my God. People who have been in church five years, 10 years, 20 years, I should have experienced the goodness of God, but yet they fix their lips to complain. I'm here to rebuke that whining spirit, that complaining spirit, that doubting spirit, and use those lips that God gave you to give him some praise. Even if tears coming down your eyes, give God some praise. Even if pain in your body, give God some praise. Even if you don't have enough money, give God some praise. My God. Is this helping anybody here? Woo! My God, I feel a breakthrough for somebody. Watch this now. And so in this text, David, he illustrates, that he says, God cares for his people. And to this, our Savior seems to refer when he says, I am the shepherd of the sheep, the good shepherd. In John chapter 10, verse 11, he that is shepherd of Israel. The whole church in general, Psalms 80 verse 1, is the shepherd of every particular believer. The, the meanest is not below his cognitive. Isaiah 40 and 11, he takes them into his fold and he takes care of them, protects them, provides for them. And with more care and constancy as the shepherd can make that he makes it his business to keep the flock. Now, let me ask you a question. We talk about going to heaven, and I'm going there. I'm going there. I'm not just looking to go there. I'm going there. All I'm going through here, no, 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 no. I don't want to miss heaven. No, I do not want to miss heaven. So and so, let me just ask you a question. You're before God, and I know some of you probably think your cute face, your handsome look is going to get you in. Boing, wrong answer. No, you're going to have to live a life that is congruent with being a Christian. What are you saying, preacher? You're going to have to live holy. You're going to have to live righteous. Let me just pause for station identification. I know it's not popular to talk about holiness. I know it's not popular to talk about living a righteous life. But let me tell you, it may not be popular, but it is biblical. Can I help somebody? Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Watch this now. It, you you got to understand that it is righteousness that's going to get us in. It is living holiness that's going to get us in. Preacher, are you saying that I have to dot every I and cross every T? Are you dotting it now? No. All right. So what am I saying? But you live a life. Listen. Jesus said in John chapter 17, when he was talking to the father, he said, Father, those that you have given me, I've given to you. The word you've given me, I've given it to them. He said, now, Holy Father, don't take them out of this world, but keep them from the world. In other words, 
Oh, woo, watch this now. Father, demonstrate your power. Demonstrate the essence of having the Holy Spirit in their lives in front of darkness, in front of those who are sinning, in front of those who don't believe in you. Father, Paul even said in the, in the, in the, in the epistles, he said, we are living epistles, which is a letter, being seen and read of all men. So how are people reading you? If you're complaining, you're whining, you always, hey, hey, well, it's me, nobody cares about me. Stop the foolishness. Stop feeding into the enemy's ploy of sabotaging your blessings. Sab Listen, none of us, I don't care what your title is, none of us, exempt from challenges, trials, and tribulations in this world. My God, my God, in this world, we shall, not might, not some possibility, we shall. The word shall, you got to understand, it's going to happen. My God, but here, let me hurry, let me hurry, watch this now. But he, David says with great confidence, which believers have in God, if the Lord is my shepherd, my feeder, I may conclude I shall not want anything that is really necessary and good for me. If David penned this psalm before his coming to the crown, whoo, uh-uh, 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 here you go. Look, can I say that one more time? If David wrote this psalm whoo, before coming to be crowned as king, what are you saying, Talbert? I'm saying, yes, God has promotion for you. I prophesy that to somebody right now. God has promotion for us. God has elevation. God has increase for us. But you can't wait to get that before you honor God. You got to honor God in the place you are. You got to honor God in the position you have. You got to honor God for what he's already done for you. And then you show him appreciation when you get there. My God, my God. Are you with me? Are you, is this helping anybody here? So he says, let not those fear starving that are at God's finding and have him for their feet of more is implied than is expressed. Not only shall I not want, mm, he says, but I shall be supplied with whatever I need. Y'all better come on. Y'all better come on here. And if I have not everything I desire, I may conclude it is either not fit for me or not good for me, or I shall have it in due time. Listen, listen, right there, right there, right there, right there. Watch this. I, I'm not going to get a chance to finish this whole lesson here. Watch this now. And y'all got to come back. Watch this now. But he said the second blessing comes as the Lord leading him is spiritual restoration. Remember I talked about spiritual nourishment. Now is spiritual restoration. Listen. Have you known anybody that have messed up, walked with God, and messed up, sin? But God is so righteous. Woo! He said that if we come to him and ask for forgiveness, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins in 1 John 1 and 7. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Woo! Some of y'all, if we were to be honest, if we were to confess it, 
right now, but thank God what we've done is now under the blood of Jesus Christ and nobody, not even the devil can go back there and under the blood and get it. Woo, I am saved. You are saved by Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Listen, that's a blessing right there. So David says, as a shepherd leads his sheep to placid waters for rest and cleansing, so the Lord restores or refreshes the soul. Here the spiritual lesson is clear that the Lord provides forgiveness and peace for those who follow him. My God, my God, my God. So listen, we're in the text. Can I read it one more time? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. My God, I'm going to stop right there because I feel a praise break coming. Y'all got to come back so we can continue this, but this was part one. But let me tell you, what's your story? Now, 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 now you see where we're going, right? Watch this now. What's your story? If you were being interviewed and they said, I understand here that you say you're a Christian. Is that true? Yes. And uh, I understand that you say you've been walking and running for Jesus a long time uh, and you haven't got tired yet. Is that true? Yes. And um, I understand that you go to a church called Yes Lord Ministries. Is that true? Yes. Uh-huh. And I serve in ministry. <laughs> yeah. But what, let me ask you something. How have you found God? to be in your life? Is it what the Bible say or is the Bible a fantasy? Is it a myth? Is it some mystical book that nobody can understand? What's your story? How will you respond? And they said, uh, I noticed that you don't own your own home. I noticed that when we looked at your credit score, it wasn't where uh, most people are that don't proclaim to know Jesus. What, what, what's your story? So I want to know, how would you respond in a situation like that? Well, you say, uh, uh, Apostle, uh, see, 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 no, 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 no. What do you see? Let me share something. Those same questions. Are you, do you love Jesus? Yes, I do. Um, do you go to Yes Art Ministries? Yes, I do. Uh, how have you found when you encounter sickness or financial challenges. I just count God as an awesome God. He continues to show himself. Matter of fact, he's such a miracle worker that I've seen God touch people's hearts and they bless me. I've seen God where I was walking on the street during a windy day and there it was. All the people that had passed by, nobody saw it. God, God is just so awesome. Where there was a fifth crisp $50 bill folded up that God didn't allow the wind to, to, to blow it away. I've seen God where I was driving one day and saw something in the street and cars were coming, but the Holy Spirit said, stop the car. I want to show you something. My baby sister was in the car with me. I get out the car and there it was, a $1 bill. Yeah, yeah. And she even said, you're so stupid. But listen, I was blessed that day. What are you saying? God was test us in different ways. And I found God to be true to his word. I found God to be great is that 
faithfulness, oh God. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All that I had that has provided for me. I've seen the times when I had pains in my body, but God healed me. My God, yes, I had a little episode of what they call during the pandemic that uh, COVID, whatever, but God healed me. I mean, I'm telling you, God is a miracle worker. My God, you want me to go on? No, no, no. Oh, we got to shut the cameras down. We got to put the lights on. We don't want nobody to believe this. Well, too late. It's out there now. Woo! My God, what am I saying? Watch your story. My God, I pray that this message encouraged you. I pray that it challenged you to let you know that if you're going to be a believer, be a believer. It doesn't mean that there's no storms. I said in a post on the reel on Instagram one day, I said, yes, trouble comes, storms come to us. But oh my God, storms have a good purpose also. Sometimes storms will push people away that shouldn't be in your life. Sometimes storms will push things out of your life that shouldn't be in there. Storms has a way woo, of God sending some stuff to you. Huh? Mm -hmm. So when you're going through a storm, I'm helping you build your story here. When you're going through a storm, sometimes you got to just pause and take a praise breaker. You got to let God know, thank you. <laughs> right now, God, I didn't understand the scripture before when you said you'll never leave us nor forsake us, but I'll be right there. So God, show me where you're at. Sometimes you can't feel God. Sometimes it looks like you can't see God, but you got to know he's there. Woo, my God, I thought about that illustration of footprints in the sand where they said there were times where they saw two sets of footprints, uh, but then there were times when they only saw one and they asked them, said, what? Why is it that there were times when I saw two sets? He said, that's the time when I was walking with you. And then he said, what happened when it only saw one set? He said, that's the time when I carried you. My God, I feel like preaching, but I got to go. Oh, my God, we need to give God a praise right now. If somebody asks you, what's your story? My God. Woo! My God, my God, what's your story? Woo, my God, woo, my God, my God, I feel a breakthrough. Listen, if this lesson is encouraged you, I want you to put it in the comments. Somebody needs to be encouraged to know that you're not the only one going through, but you can understand, you can lift your head up high. Oh, my God, my God, I love it. That's why you need to study the word. What's this? Uh, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. He is the King of glory. My God, do you have Jesus on the inside? Oh my God, we used to sing a song years ago. I got Jesus on the inside and he's working on the outside. Oh, what a day it is for me. My God, let me tell you, God is just such an awesome God. We need to experience him as our strong tower, as our mighty fortress is our God. Oh my God, oh my God, I gotta go, but what's your story? My God, I feel like whoo, preaching today. What's your story? Before I go though, I wanna extend an opportunity for somebody who says, I, I, I needed to, 
I needed this lesson today. I, I, I needed, I was, I was, I, I was, I was thinking a different way. I was thinking a different way. Thank God for Yes Lord Ministries. Watch this now. We want to extend an opportunity for you to turn whatever situation you're encountering. Stop carrying it by yourself. Give it to Jesus. Give it to Jesus. You, you saw in the, in the scripture, cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. God loves you. But preacher, you don't understand. I've done wrong so long. How many of us have it? Are you with me? But the good news is he'll forgive you. All you got to do is come to him, ask for forgiveness. He's faithful and just to forgive us of every sin, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now the key is don't go back and do the same thing. All right? Don't don't play dice. Don't 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 uh -uh. Don't, don't 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 play the games. Are you with me? But you need to be real with God. God is real with you. John 3 16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. My God, I pray that you were encouraged on today. Share this lesson with somebody that day too. Will think they, there's no hope in life. There's no change. Look like things is getting. But listen, don't allow the media to submerge you with doubt and fear. Listen, God is faithful. Trust the word of God. Amen. That's what we have to lean on. Sometimes you need to turn off the TV. Sometimes you need to stop scrolling the internet because there's what a lot of stuff is not factual. A lot of stuff is foolishness. Are you with me? So I want you to trust God. Are you with me? So we want to pray with you today. Those that says, I need Jesus into my life. We want to pray the prayer of salvation with you. And those that says, I'm already saved, but there were some things I'm going through and I just didn't know how to handle it. We want to pray with you. Amen. And then there are those that said, I'm looking for a church home. We invite you to be a part of Yes Lord Ministries. We have so many that are part of our virtual community. Amen. That are part of Yes Lord Ministries. We have people that tithe into our ministry, sow into our ministry, give and just pray for our ministry. We thank you. And matter of fact, you'll see information that our minister will tell you about that. But you can go to our YLM Faith Builders Huddle, put your prayers report there and read the praise reports that are already there where you can be encouraged. There was one, somebody got paid off a $10,000 debt. Somebody else, God set them up where they, they got a car. I, I, it just, listen, it's not always about the stuff, but there's nothing wrong with having it. Are you with me? So God is so faithful. Listen, God is good, but we want to pray. I'm asking every believer that's on here now that's watching, whether they're watching live or watching the replay, I want you to pray this prayer because somebody right now is going to give their life to Jesus. All right, let's pray. Lord Jesus, repeat these words after me. Lord Jesus, thank you for encouraging me with your word. I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart and to forgive me of every one of my sins. Cleanse me, Jesus. Wash me. Make me whole. I want to have the assurance that I can always be with you and you will always be with me. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for my sins, but rising on the third day, giving me victory, giving me hope and a new opportunity in life. I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth today, right now, I am saved. Thank you, Jesus, 
for saving me. My God, you prayed that prayer. We want to celebrate with you because do you not know the miracle of salvation is one of the greatest miracles you could ever receive. Are you with me? And we want you to send and connect with our ministry. Let them know that on today I gave my life to Jesus. Oh my God, we want to celebrate with you. Amen. And we want to get some resource information to you to help you in your walk with God. Whether you're just coming to Christ for the first time, or maybe you're coming back after many years of not being connected to the body of Christ. Amen. We want to do that. You can do it through these various options on Facebook. You can just go right to a messenger right there on our Facebook page, YLM Facebook page. You can uh, Instagram, Twitter, amen. You, those on YouTube, we see so many of you on YouTube. God bless you. Amen. God is so faithful. I'm telling you, God is really so faithful. You need to know he loves you so much. Yes. So, and those of you, as we stated earlier, want to be a part of yesterday ministry, like information about us, amen, where you, how you can become a part, just use any of those platforms, amen. And by the way, download our mobile app, amen, where you can be abreast on everything that occurs that you can participate in with yesterday ministries, amen. And we look forward to seeing you. Oh my God, listen, what's your story? Amen. We love you. Thank God for you. Pastor Vondell, come on back. Amen. We thank God for you, man of God. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text GIVE to 1-844-948-3895. Cash app dollar sign Yes Lord in. On GIVELIFY search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website, visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Download the YLM mobile app and stay connected with our ministry 24-7. On behalf of our lead pastor Steve Tolbert, our senior leaders Apostle Willie Tolbert and Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert and the Yes Lord Ministries church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.